it is what it is it is what it is episode number three zero thirty yes thirty thousand yeah thirty thousand um thank you guys as always so much for tuning in to angel and i time and time again we really appreciate it um you know especially the international people still listening all our friends at home um you know can't believe that we all, we're just under 500 plays. Can't thank you guys enough. This has been an awesome experience so far and looking forward to adding another uh, couple thousand uh, episodes for sure. <laughs> at least at least 3,000. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so just to jump right into things, as you guys all know, we're just a couple of days away from the election now. Things are getting as crazy as ever, as we all knew they were. Um, so as it's- Bro, bro, before you even go, bro, I got, I got- of a rant it developed in the last hour or so oh god <laughs> oh yeah bro um after like dude i've been loving this guy he's he's helped me through tough spots he's been there for me when nobody else was but i have to cut him off man i, I gotta say bye to him uh, i can't play his music anymore it's gonna hurt me more than ever i honestly got upset about it uh one lil wayne I decided listening to Lil Wayne when I was like 11 and didn't even know English that well. I'm in my mid-20s, man. It's been like 16, 18 years. Good times, bad times. Wayne was always there for me. Um, that laugh, the lighter flick, the ha-ha-ha-ha, <laughs> the f stance for everything. But about two hours ago, Wayne Michael Carter Jr., Birdman Jr., Toonchi. Lil Wayne, Weezy F Baby, Mixtape Weezy, uh, Young Money President, ay Dios mío, tweeted a picture with Trump, supporting Trump. He interviewed Trump and I, he's wearing the mirror, the magna colors. Um, I don't even want to see the positive in it. I don't even see the devil's advocate in it. I don't even know if it's just an interview or what it, if something is an interview, but I'm over Lil Wayne. Uh, I'm depressed about it. I'm sad about it. Brian, don't even talk about it. I'm just fuck him. Fuck him. I know we, we I don't swear that much. We don't swear that much in here. But f him. Um, I'm I'm deleting all my music from your phone. That's probably three thousand songs. Probably five thousand songs, dude. I'm heartbroken. I'm bamboozled. I was led astray. Um, I should have seen it coming. Uh, cause. I don't know, dude. This dude has been rich his whole life. I'm over it. Brian, shut up, bro. I'm talking. All right? I'm talking. <laughs> First Kanye, now Wayne. 50 Cent. Last last episode, I was coming at 50 Cent, obviously. 50 Cent with but Wayne. Not you, bro. Um, Last time I cried was when Tony Stark died at the end of Endgame. You broke my heart again, brother. Um, Last time I'll talk about the Wayne on this podcast. Um... Probably won't listen to him again, ever again. Um, I was listening to him on the way from work today, like in two hours ago, got home. Like 10 people texting me. Like, 10 people slid in my DMs on Instagram. Like 10 people slid in my DMs on Facebook. 10 people on Twitter. About 40 different people reached out. Bro, no way, not Wayne. I'm like, I was, I couldn't believe it. I thought the picture was Photoshopped. But uh, that's my little rant. Bill Wayne, go, go F yourself. Weezy F baby, the F stands for fuck boy. Um, and yeah, man, 
that's it is what it is, I guess. And if you could see, if you could hear the pain in my voice right now, this is all emotions, natural emotions. Long 14 years being his fan, he has let me down once and for all, buddy. Yeah, um, that's actually really interesting for me. I'm, I'm gonna have to look more into exactly what it, you, have, you have to go on Lil Wayne's Twitter page, he's the one that tweeted it. Yeah, but you gotta read what he. I'm just, I'll skim and I'll read this after, and me and Andrew can talk offline. But we're not gonna talk, yeah, we'll talk offline about it. I could do a two podcast episode on this. I mean, he's supposedly he met with Trump on a platinum plan in collaboration with Ice Cube that's about creating three million jobs in the black community over the next four years and increasing access to capital by nearly 500 billion and strengthening Trump's immigration policies. So, and Ice Cube's also working with them on it as well. I'll look. I'll have to look into that a bit more. Um, cause it's Please do, because you're, you're my last ray of sunshine here. You know, I'm not listening to him until you figure it out. Um, <laughs> dude, thank God I no longer have posters of him in my room. 17-year-old Angel would have been very heartbroken, even more than I am. Um, yeah, man. So on to onto something else before I start crying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that a bit more, and we'll, we'll have a, a nice convo about exactly what went down, because I'm curious, too. Um, yeah, so so going into the election, a couple days away now. Man, fuck Lil Wayne, bro. Like, for real. <laughs> yeah, that just strikes me as weird. Like, I'm, I really want to read. I'm over it, Mo. I'm over it, but I'm not over it. You know when a girl tells you she's done, but she's not? <laughs> That's me right now. Um, so I guess, I guess we'll give Angel some good news. Uh Biden is trending up in literally every poll I've seen by almost double digits everywhere. Um, he's he's doing well in a lot of spots. The battleground states, it's literally going to come down to a couple of states, Florida, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Texas. Um, you know, it's, it's looking like Biden might actually flip Texas blue, which would be absolutely crazy because I think Texas has voted Republican since day numero uno. Um Either way, uh, it's, it's literally coming down to a couple of different issues. I think the biggest is literally um, Trump's stance on the coronavirus versus Biden's stance on the virus. Um, you know, as we all know, Trump, you know, he had a, an interesting way of dealing with the virus. He went against what all the health experts were really saying. You know, in the beginning, he listened to Fauci, listened to the experts, put his task force together. But after a while, you know, he started just drifting away from them and Fauci went one way and Trump went the other way. And we kind of see what happened. Um, so that's a big differentiating factor with him and Biden. Either way, this election is going to be crazy, in my opinion, bro, because like for one of the first times, we're probably not going to know who won the day, you know, that that night or the next morning. And it could be a couple of days, if not weeks, till we know who won. Um, one of the craziest things that that's, you heard it here first. It is what it is. I'm predicting that, you know, traditional poll voting, Trump's going to win Tuesday night by people who vote traditionally in the poll. So immediately Trump's going to be like, oh, I won, I won, I won. Now, remember, vast more Democrats are voting by mail than Republicans. So I think at the end of the day, Biden's probably going to squeak through and win, um, especially with the mail-in votes. But that night slash Wednesday morning, I feel like the people that vote at the polls, it's going to look like Trump is probably winning because way more Republicans are going to go vote in person. Um, on the day of the election, they're not doing mail-in voting nearly as much as Democrats. 
mainly because Trump's been saying it's going to fail for months and months and months. Either way, it's going to be crazy because, you know, it, let's say if Trump does win, I'm saying you guys can't see me, but I'm air quoting win that night or Wednesday morning by the people that are voting in person at the polls. You know, he's going to come on that. Oh, I won. It's over. Like, it's done. But that's not the case at all. You know, they got to count the mail in votes, um, which, as we know, more Democrats are probably going to be doing. So either way, I feel like it's going to be a very interesting couple of days, you know, election day and the rest of next week, and maybe even the following week. And something that I notice is crazy is like a lot of cities, Boston included, that's where I heard about it today. A lot of cities are coming up with like their election safety plan. Yo, before, before you say anything else, bro, fuck Lil Wayne. Just got to say that. <laughs> um, so a lot of cities are setting up like election safety procedures. So like they're putting way more cops at the polls. They're putting cops in the streets. They're getting the National Guard ready. Like this is happening across the country. And it's something that has never happened before because like the, the tensions in our country right now are so crazy that no matter which way it swings, Trump wins, Biden wins, it's going to be just absolute mayhem, like, for quite a while. We're going to see protests, both sides, like, I, like, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting and pretty terrifying uh, couple of days, in my opinion. And, like, it's just crazy how people can't settle. Like, you know, obviously, everyone on this podcast listening, like, you guys all know which way I'm leaning. But if Trump wins, you know, I'm going to be mad about it, but Trump wins. I'm going to accept it. Biden wins. We all, we all know I'm going to be pretty happy, but like, I'd hope the Trump supporters could accept that. But either side's not going to. If Trump loses, all his supporters are going to freak out and go crazy. If Biden loses, all the, his supporters are going to freak out and go crazy. And there's going to be no resolution. Like, the, the way things have been going have been so crazy over the whole pandemic. Like, I feel like reaching a boiling point on election day. And even after that, we're not going to get any peace and quiet and just things are not going to go back to normal because neither side is going to be happy. And I don't know, this is such a crazy election. And like I was talking to some of my international friends, you know, shout out Netherlands. Um, you know, a lot of people. Hey, the Netherlands, shout out to you guys. Hey, baby. Yes, sir. Um, and the way, you know, a lot of people are tuning in worldwide to this election because, like, it's so crazy how much America impacts the rest of the world. Like, with Trump as president, with Biden as president, with the way things are running, like, it impacts not just us, but many countries around the world. So it's just, I find it interesting. And, and outside of the U.S., um, you know, I don't know, Angel, if you've seen this any, anywhere else, but personally, I haven't seen a single person who supports Trump outside of the u.s they all think he's like the biggest clown the biggest idiot um they either you know that's usually the first thing oh you're american oh trump supporter i'm like no <laughs> um but you know he, he's not viewed highly around the world but it's gonna be a crazy election like i said it's coming down to a few states um it's gonna be close it's gonna be close and you know I, we're gonna see what happened last time i know for a fact Biden is going to win the popular vote. No doubt about it. Just like Hillary did. But what's interesting is Trump could win the Electoral College again. It just comes down to these key states, Florida, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Texas, um, I think Wisconsin's another one. But, you know, we'll have, to, we'll have to see what happens. And it's just crazy because there's a lot of other elections going on too. Midterm, senator elections, Congress elections. So, like, if, if the Democrats come out and perform really well in this election, they could take back the Senate. They could take back the White House. 
They already have the House of Representatives. Um, but but the craziest part about it is the Republicans have the Supreme Court now, the majority, because they added that woman, Amy Coney Barrett, and they're all in. The, they got the Supreme Court locked up for the next couple of decades. Like Trump has appointed now three support Supreme Court justices who stay on for the rest of their life or until they retire. So, you know, even if Trump loses, there's a lasting um, impact he's going to have with the, his Supreme Court appointees. So either way, like we say on every episode, if you have not uh, voted, voting by mail is not advised at this point. Um, you know, it's not going to get there in time. When's the last day they got to vote? So you can drop off every city and town has a ballot box outside of their city hall. You know, Google your so town. You find your, your, your ballot boxes and your ballot. Yeah, so if you Google um, or go to the town website, you know, for example, I'm in Waltham, so I would look up Waltham ballot box or I go to the city of Waltham website, and I'm sure it's one of the first things up there. Most cities and towns have a ballot box at, you know, outside of their city hall. Do your own research, see where it is in your town. At this point, it's not advised to physically mail those because they're probably not going to get there in time. So, you know, if you want to vote by mail, drop off that ballot physically to the ballot box. Uh, I believe the last day to vote early is tomorrow, either tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, I think it's tomorrow, uh, the 30th. So if you're going to plan to vote early, you know, let, once again, Google your town, where you are, see what the policy is for that. I know some towns have different times that the polls close tomorrow. So just keep that in mind. And as always, if you're planning to vote in person on Tuesday, like myself, um, you know, go out and vote. It's important. It's it's a great feeling. Bring your sanitizer, bring your mask. You know, yeah, talk, you to, talk to some folks. Oh, or maybe we can do it more on Monday for the Monday episode that'll come out Tuesday. Uh Talk to some folks about what's that process of somebody who hasn't voted or hasn't voted in person. What's that process like when you show up to wherever you go to vote? Yeah. Are you, you want me to no, you can, I've never voted. So it's my first time voting. So you can you can tell them. Yeah. So so as the process works and this is, you know, in my town of Waltham, I, I haven't voted anywhere else. I don't know if it's different anywhere else. But the way it works is um, each town has designated polling locations based on where you live in the town. So once again, this is something you should be looking up on your town or city website. Um, you know, you can type in your address on there and you can figure out where you should be voting. Or if you call your city hall and ask them, they'll let you know. Um, so when you get into the polling location, you walk in and at least where I, is, where I am, there's like two different sections, two different, you know, they call it wards in my area of where I live. So I'm in a certain ward. So I go to a certain table. All you do is you give your street uh, name and your address. So the number, um, you know, one main street, for example, they'll look it up on there and they'll see, you know, who is a registered voter at that location. And they'll usually read off your name to confirm. Oh, Brian Nolan. Okay. Yeah. You're here to vote. Okay. Go right in. Um, what I don't like, I don't know if they do this in other places. They don't do it in Waltham but they don't check your IDs when you go in to vote. And that kind of bugs me. Um, you know, I, I'd love for to have to provide my ID because literally anybody could walk in and say they're me and vote in my place. And they'd have no idea. Like, I would, like imagine if I went in there to vote, and they're like, oh, you already came in here earlier. You already voted. Uh, either way, I think they check IDs in other places, maybe because we're such a small town, they don't hear. 
but whatever. So then they hand you your ballot and you have to go, there's like sectioned off little cubicles and um, even less now because of coronavirus. So you go into your little cubicle, you open the ballot, there's a bunch of just bubbles with all the different candidates. So, you know, presidential race, Senate race, Congress, you know, House of Representatives race, any local races, you know, city councilor, school council, anything like that that's up for election is all going to be there spread out throughout your ballot. Now it's just little bubbles. So think back to our uh, standardized test days, MCAS, SATs, ACTs, and all those things we all loved. Um, you got to take your Sharpie and you just fill in the bubble next to the candidate or candidates you'd like to vote for, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, Mike Pence, Donald Trump, et cetera. You know, you only get one vote per election. So you pick your presidential one, your Senate, if someone's running in your area, House of Reps, if someone's running. Um, yeah, and you, you know, you get a Sharpie, make sure you fill it in the bubble completely. Don't go. Now, remember what we learned in kindergarten, stay inside the lines, that's crucial. Fill in the bubble uh, next to your candidate. And, you know, make sure, you know, this is your, a private process. So you don't want anyone peering over your shoulder. Once you fill out that ballot, you just bring it to the designated area of the room where you're voting and you yourself put it into the voting machine. So it's like a, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it kind of sucks in the paper and that's how you count your vote. Um, you know, make sure you're the one that's putting it in. Normally they won't ask to put it in for you, but you know, you want to make sure you're putting it in or you're watching somebody submit it for you to make sure it counts. And that's pretty much it. Uh, and then after that, you get one of the greatest stickers of all time, that little I voted sticker with the American flag. I've kept every single one I have from when I voted. It's a good process. Um, but yeah, that's, that's you know, basically how voting works. And there's a lot of uh, poll workers there. So if you have any questions, don't be afraid to ask, you know, before you're voting, if, if you're curious about something, if you don't know how something works, that's why those people are there. They want to help you and they want to make sure you understand what you're doing. So any questions you have, ask somebody there. That's what they're there for. And just enjoy the process. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's kind of awesome to know that you're part of something bigger. You're part of a decision of where we're going as a country. So that was my uh, quick explanation on the, how voting works for anyone that has not voted. Um, you know, if you guys have any questions, feel free to, to message me or- Yeah, you know, feel free to say Lil Wayne sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, feel free to send me a message or anything, any questions you guys have. Um, you know, you can either message me on the it is what it is, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or my personal socials. Um, you know, it's a process I've been through quite a few times. I enjoy it. And any questions you have, feel free to just shoot them over. Um, yeah, so that's our little ramble on politics, the election. Probably go into it a bit more in depth uh for our next episode, because that's literally the night before the election, see how things are turning out. And then if we have a winner by this time next week, obviously we do a recap on that, you know, who won each state and kind of what that means. Um, you know, if Trump wins, what does that mean for us for the next four years? If Biden wins, what does that mean for us? And yeah, we shall go from there. Uh, so Mr. Angel, what is, uh, what is popping off in the world of sports? I heard someone won the world series. Yeah, man. Um, so, fuck Lil Wayne, first of all. Second of all, um, fuck Lil Wayne. And then third, um, so yeah, in baseball, the Dodgers beat the Tampa Bay Rays 4-2 in, game, in six games. 
of the World Series um, to win Mookie Betts' second MVP of the World Series. Just kidding. He got robbed again, but he got his second ring. The Dodgers' first championship is 1988. Um, they've been there twice in the last three years and came up short. They added Mookie. Um, they win it, so okay, he's the MVP, but whatever. Give it to another white guy. Congrats. But, um, yeah, and basketball offseason is getting kicked, kicked around. Um, they're talking about December, sometime December or January to start the season back up. LeBron and some superstars saying that it's too early. Any more time because they just had a grueling um, two or three months of playing basketball while pampered in Orlando and getting whatever they wanted in there. And, yeah, and then football, week eight starts tonight. I'll have a recap on the next episode of how week eight went, who won, who lost, any breaking news, whatnot. Right now, um, the Falcons are playing the uh, – the, uh, what? The Panthers. Thursday night game to kick, to kick off week eight. So um, it's, before we started recording, it was a good game. I stopped watching it to do this. Um. Yeah, and that's that. Um, I was going to do, I had a little rant about the Red Sox and whatnot and the Patriots, but um, Lil Wayne took the cake. Um, I had it right written down and everything about the Red Sox and Patriots, but we could do that later time. Both the Red Sox don't play for a few months, and the Patriots, um, I'm going to give them one more week to get it right, and then I'm going on them too. But yeah, Lil Wayne takes the cake. But without further ado, I want to go to something more serious. Uh, something that a lot of people in America uh, pay attention to every day, um, every week, from like August to about February, first week, late January. Um, and that is um, fantasy football. Um, so, so far, it's been a crazy year in fantasy because of COVID. Injuries. I feel like every other week, every other day, somebody's tearing something. Um, this past week was Odell. Uh, he's been somebody that a lot of fantasy owners get frustrated with anyways. But he's always a reliable, at least flex, or wide receiver too. Um, he, he always hangs around the 10 points margin. But a lot of us who had him early in his career, we, we were used to 20, 24 points a game. So he, he's come down to earth a little bit. He's gone. Got to find a replacement for him. Michael Thomas still punching cheerleaders and and popcorn workers. And got, who knows what's going on in that locker room right now. My theory is that he wants out and they don't and they don't want to let him go because he's just signed a new contract. So they don't want to trade him because whenever you trade a big superstar like that, Boston Red Sox, like Michael Thomas, Mookie Betts, you're never going to get anything equal in return, no matter how many prospects or draft picks they freaking give you. It's never going to equate to the same thing. So I like what the Saints are doing. They're keeping him in the house. They're like, bro, you staying here. You either play with us or you ain't playing for four years because we just gave you a bunch of money and we ain't trading you for a bunch of McDonald's bags and bag of chips. We're not, we're not doing it. Look what happened to the Dodgers and the Red Sox. One team is booty. The other team is on the chip. I'm not going to give you to a good team and then watch you win the Super Bowl in two years. Not happening, buddy. So you'll sit here for four years. You can punch everybody you want. We'll take it. We'll punch it right back. <laughs> now, McCaffrey was supposed to play today. Somebody else who's, who's on, and probably 99% of the leagues 
won number one. He hasn't played since week two. And the other guy that went early, he hasn't played all year, Saquon. Um, he broke my heart in the league. Last year, I picked him. Um, who else is big that's been out for for a few games? Nick Chubb. Oh, Nicky, Nicky Chubb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick Chubb. To come back after their bye. They're on bye uh, next week. So he's on trend to come back week 10. Who yeah. knows if that'll happen? Um, but that, that was a big one. That kind of messed me up. I was going. And I had him too big. Uh, no, Cook was, has been out too. Dalvin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been uh, out. Austin um, Eckler out. Justin Jackson came in and, eh. Kelly, eh. Like, yeah, they, I forgot about him. They're kind of splitting it. They're each putting up, like, semi-decent points. But, you know, Eckler was putting up that 20-burger, like, most. And most if you have a fan, yeah, if you have a fantasy football team, listen up. Do not, I repeat, do not start anybody on the New England Patriots offense. Don't do it. Don't start your defense, your kicker. Don't start your coach. Don't start their bench. Don't start their cheerleaders. Do not start their fans. Don't start their owners or GM. They all suck. They not even the mascot? Not even the mascot. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. Same thing goes for the Jets. Don't do it. Uh, I know that receiver. Jamison Crowder, the goat of QPR. Sammy Donald, if they're playing like the Giants or they play themselves on practice. But yeah, dude. Oh, and then the, the guy that you want to keep an eye on, go pick him up just in case because you never know. Uh, Tua. Picked him up like in four leagues today. Just in case he goes, he has half of three games, goes crazy. Somebody, if you already have a quarterback, somebody needs a quarterback, they call you. They're like, uh, what can I get for Tua? You'll be like, send me um, Michael Thomas. Send me um, whatever you got to send me. If not, he's staying on my bench doing nothing and you lose. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's um i don't know fantasy is definitely interesting and now like when when's the last bye week is week nine the last one or does it 13. keep 13 she's yeah the bucks oh man i was oh, nfl wants brady in there so bad speaking speaking of the bucks mr antonio brown coming back to brady how do you think that went down? I feel like Tom walked in the office was like, all right, you guys got to go get Antonio Brown. Go get him right now. Yeah, he's like, bro, we've already been telling them since day one because back in April, Bruce Arians or March, he said, no way, no how. Because he was his offensive coordinator in, in Pittsburgh. So now he's like, no way, no how. And like eight months later, Brady's like, what? Bro, you only want the chip or what? So now I feel bad. Um, oh, let me pour out. I'm going to pour out some water. You guys can't see me. I'm pouring out like a little toast for the defenses that got to face a healthy Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense for the rest of the year. Um, good luck. Um, I pray you the best. Uh, send some praise before you play um, because this is going to be a poor nickel corner, third, the fourth cornerback on the roster that's going to be um, go to face up against his wide receiver, right? And it's either going to be Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, or Mike Evans. And there's not a lot of first-string cornerbacks that could guard either of those three guys. Now you're going to ask an undrafted guy to, to guard him? Oh, then they, they got the fastest white boy in the history of white boys and Saudi Scotty the Flash Miller. Scotty Goose Egg Miller. 
dude runs like a four. I've never seen a white boy go deep as much as that guy. Maybe the dude that was on the on the Packers for the longest time, but he was big. Uh, Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Jordy, Jordy went deep a lot. Cooper Cup goes deep here and there. And then there's another dude on the Vikings, your boy. Who, Jefferson? White, white, bro, white. Oh, he's saying white. <laughs> Feeling. <laughs> yeah, Adam. <laughs> Unless Jefferson, I don't know. Unless I uh, looked at him the wrong way. But um, He's like, yeah, bro. Uh, the craziest thing, one of the craziest highlights from last week was that rundown by DK Metcalf. Craziest plays I've ever seen in my life. Yo, the runs are three nine nine. This dude, like Russell Wilson, turns around and like jogs for a bit and then gives up. And DK's just like full on like get out type sprint. Just like, it's not. It's not like he's chasing an old lineman. He's chasing a safety that runs like a four four, who with a I ten mean, yard ten yard head start on him. Crazy. The funny like, Buddha, runs, Buddha Baker runs like a four three four four forty. Geez. This dude caught up to him ten yards behind him, so he has probably has to run like a four one. So, so who would win in a race with Tyreek and DK? Tyreek, Tyreek's too quick, bro. Cheetah, <laughs> Cheetah runs like Cheetah runs like a three seven forty. That's crazy. Like I don't know why he just don't be sprinting on the side every time Mahomes just like. Psh, psh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fantasy is definitely interesting, and, and I'm I'm curious to get your perspective on uh, defenses at this point in the season. Are you like just streaming week to week or? I always, I never said, I've never done it. I don't think it's smart or a kicker, unless it's um. Justin Tucker, 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 yes. the greatest kicker of all time. Justin Tucker, my boy, uh, my best friend. I texted him yesterday. He's doing great. He's gonna kick four field goals against the Steelers, and they're gonna route him. Ste- Ravens fifty-five, Steelers twenty-two. Heard it here first. Let's go. Heard it here first. Um, but yeah. Uh, I usually see who they're playing. A lot of people don't do it. A lot of people, I don't know why, get fixated on just taking one defense or kicker and riding them for the whole year. I don't do that, bro. If I know the Giants or the Patriots are playing the Jets, dude, I'm picking that defense. If I know they're playing a booty quarterback, like, dude, right now the Cowboys are starting some third-string, seven-round pick, the the rookie. Dude, I'm picking who was the Eagles' defense, wherever I can find them. Cause that's gonna be at least three pick sixes, four fumbles, and they're not gonna score. That's twenty points right there. Big facts. Yeah. And then, and for when it comes to kickers, you just pick a kicker who's playing um, a whack defense, also. So it's the opposite of defenses, because you know they're gonna get down, down up the field. Like um, a good kicker is always a high, like I said, high scoring team, like the Bucks kicker, uh, the Pittsburgh kicker. Um, the only team that scores a lot of points whose kicker you do not want, it's um the Titans kicker. Gaskowski is done, bro. Facts. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you on that. In past years, I kind of went the op- similar. You know, I, I always liked Justin Tucker. I tried to get him. I unfortunately didn't get him in any leagues this year. Uh, I got Greg. Him. Justin Tucker for Kyler Murray. What's up? Oh, yeah, I bet. Send that through. I got you right now. Um, <laughs> that's a big uh, hit for me, maybe many of you guys as well. I went very heavy in uh, drafting Kyler Murray in all my leagues this year. It's worked out beautifully, but uh, he's on bye this week, so I had to go digging. 
I got Joe Burrow starting in one league. I got Derek Carr in another league. And I got uh, Mr. Nicky Foles in the third league. Waiver wire was a mess all over the place. But, you know, got to get what you get. And, uh, of course, there's a certain 14-person uh, league that someone, a uh, podcast co-host, runs. That waiver wire is dry as a Sahara. <laughs> Dude, that waiver wire is drier than my phone, bro. Valentine's <laughs> Day. Bro, I went there to look for quarterbacks. Nick Foles is my best option. I was like, ah. Oh, I'm lucky. I'm surprised you got Nick Foles, to be honest, bro. I'm surprised. Andy Dalton, who's probably not even going to play. Like, like, now that you're talking about it, let me pull up that real quick before we end the podcast for today. Let me pull that up, bro. Let me pull that up before we end episode 30. It is where this podcast sponsored by no one still. Are we working on it? We'll have a, we'll have a sponsor by episode 100. Take a look at that um, waiver wire, bro. It's quarterbacks. I'm gonna look at it right now, but it's my, it's my league, bro. Relax. <laughs> and uh, I'm also playing Angel in that league this week. Are you? Yeah. yeah. I've already said, um, yeah, I love Brian. And let me not score this week. We point eight. Okay. Let's go. So yeah, you have Philip Rivers. You got Ben DiNucci. That's the Cowboys starter for this week. Yes, sir. Drew Locke, Danny Jones, Sam Donalds, and then backups. Zach Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess I, I'll consider myself lucky that Nick was still there because so was... you're lucky. You're lucky we're not in a sixty-man league. Those are fun. Nah. Randy Moss, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez, Mark Sanchez. Yeah, those guys there. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. So either way, you know. Keep an eye on injuries. Keep an eye on COVID stuff. Um, with the COVID stuff, I feel like it's kind of tough in fantasy because, you know, you could wake up or, you know, Saturday, even Sunday morning, a bunch of players could test positive and then you got to make adjustments. So make sure you guys always have backups, you know, like don't, don't have just one tight end, like ready to go. Always have a backup option. You can swap someone in because, like, if an unexpected COVID situation happens, you want to be able to move quickly. Um, because if multiple games are affected, you know, people are going to be on that waiver wire like crazy. So have a backup plan in mind, take an eye on the matchups. And a lot of these crazy injuries, you know, keep an eye on them. Like Angel said, McCaffrey was supposed to play this week. He didn't, he's not back yet, but be back soon. Aaron um, Jones is questionable also. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Um, I mean, if you guys ever have any fantasy football or sports questions in general or just want to talk shit, I'm your boy, man. You already know what's up. Ryan knows that's all I do. So get yeah. a boy. I got like um nine fantasy football leagues. Um how you do it. I, I got a winning I got a winning record in all of them except for one. I'm I'm undefeated in one. Um alone. Yeah, I right, bro. <laughs> I see you like week 10. I see you. I see you twice before that year. Yeah, and you got two shots. Let's go. Let's do the Cowgirls. Lamar Jackson in the first round, and they passed up. For Isaiah Wynn and Zony Michelle. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, so as always, thank you guys so much wait, 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 for wait, 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 wait. before we go, Brian. Two shows on Netflix that you recently watched that you recommend for the people. Or uh, anyway, it doesn't have to be Netflix. Uh all the movies. Okay, okay, okay. Um I'm putting him on the clock real quick. Well, putting me on the spot. Uh, I just started watching this show. I gotta see what it's called. So there's a show on Netflix. It's called, it's called Fuck Lil Wayne. Produced <laughs> by Angel Martinez, baby. Okay, there it is. So it's called um, Blood of Zeus. It's this new like anime type. 
uh, animated thing on Netflix. I just started watching it. Uh, as you can guess by the title, Blood of Zeus, it has to do with like Greek mythology, which I'm really into. And it's just like, I'm only a few episodes into it, but it's really interesting so far. It's like one of the first shows I've seen that talks about like Greek mythology. And it's also like animated. It's really well done. It's a Netflix original. Uh, it just came out, I think like two days ago or something. Uh, Blood of Zeus, highly recommend to check it out if you're into anime or Greek mythology or both or you need a new show. It's only one season. Um, each episode is only like half an hour. There's eight episodes, so something good to watch. Another one that I've been watching uh, like crazy lately is actually Unsolved Mysteries. I don't know if you've watched it, Angel, but uh, there's some crazy stories on there. So it's just like the title sounds. These crazy mysteries, people who either like disappeared um, like a, while, a long time ago. And they're like, you know, their families are trying to get, keep the cases warm and have people look into it. Who describe some of these crazy disappearances and things like that. Um, so that I recommend that. It's like two seasons, six episodes a season. Each episode is like 50 minutes. Unsolved Mysteries. Those are my two. Hi, hey, brother. Okay. Definitely check those out, especially the Susan one, because I'm a geek. I love, I love, I read all the Lightning Thief books. Uh, that's my thing. Hercules. Hercules is my Jackson, let's go. I'm one of them. You already know what's up. Um, so yeah, guys, like always, like Brian just said, thank you guys for uh, for joining, listening. Um, the last episode got about 20 plays. Um, the the one two weeks, the two episodes before that got about 25, 30 plays. So you guys are listening, you guys are sharing. And um, without you guys, we're honestly like not even existent. Um, as long as I see one person listening to the episode, I'm happy. Um, because it's I will do this for you guys, also for us, but it's mainly for you guys. Um, so when you, when we blow up, you guys have somebody to say, you started from the bottom now we're here, huh? Uh, but for Angel, for Brian, this is Angel. It is what it is. Podcast episode three, zero, 30, 30, the one after 29 before 31. Um, and if you're listening, thank you. We love you. Go vote. Uh, go watch sports. Um, and be a nice person. Absolutely. Adios.